0: Welcome to Invisible Giants, the podcast where we aim to highlight the unsung heroes of Minnesota's unheralded business leaders. You know, the ones you don't hear about every day on LinkedIn. I'm your host, Dietrich Jessen, and we are glad you have joined us for today's episode. Today, we are excited to welcome Jack Ingle of Dyken Applied and John Hendrickson of Measure It. Jack is a senior business analyst for Daikin and John is the founder of Measure It, both from Minneapolis. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dietrich. Thanks, Dietrich. So, before we get started, why don't you both tell us a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, your background, and uh, what you're doing today? And, Jack, why don't you start? Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, um, like you said, I work at Daikin Applied. Um, I've been there for six years and have been in a, a business analyst role for a number of years, um, helping our aftermarket division with an e-commerce website and most recently working on our EBS um,
2: solution. So I'm John Hendrickson, I'm the president of Measure It. Um, We're a Oracle Gold partner that focuses 100% on reporting for Oracle e-business suite and primarily leveraging Oracle Analytics Cloud and OBIE to do that. So my background has been Accounting and implementing Oracle, and for the last probably ten to fifteen years, focused completely on how do you get that data out of Oracle that took you so much time to get in. That's right. So really, just focusing on that important data for companies.
0: Yeah, that's that's really important for a lot of for a lot of organizations. Um, well, while we're doing the introductions, Jack. You know, some people might recognize the name, but what can you tell us what Daikin Applied is and yeah. what, what they do?
1: Yeah, so Daikin Applied is the world leader in commercial HVAC. And, um, well, Daikin is. Daikin Applied is our North America presence. And um, we're a really growing company. And... Um, yeah, so I've worked on on the aftermarket side of the business. Um, we have obviously the manufacturing equipment side is the the primary business and also a a service channel. So we've been really growing over the past few years with a number of new product introductions. Um, maybe the most notable one is our intelligent equipment, um, which is an Internet of Things uh, on commercial HVAC side of things, um, which is is really exciting. So. Yeah
0: cool yeah and John why don't you tell us a little more about measure it and and what exactly it is and and what it was created to do
2: great so you know going back 10 years you know reporting for oracle e business suite was generally the keywords hard um, hard to get that data out hard to query it correctly and there were never good bi tools to help you really analyze your data but um, starting with obi ee in about 06 the good tools that can hit that data came came out and so we've been focusing on that and how do you pre-build something that a company can basically copy and paste and now have reporting for Oracle eBusiness Suite. So that's what we've done is we built, we like to call ourselves a content vendor, right? We built that EBS content specifically for Oracle Analytics so you could buy Oracle Analytics from them, slap our content in it, point it at your eBusiness Suite environment and have reporting in days that used to take you know months to years to get. Yeah, sounds like a, a, val- a
0: valuable tool. So today we want to talk about um, how Daikin has become engaged with MeasureIt in in their use of Oracle Analytics Cloud, and as a lot of people refer to it, OAC. Um, how did Daikin kind of come together with MeasureIt
1: to uh, to determine that that's what they needed to augment their OAC environment? Yeah. So it started with. Um, our aftermarket parts division was moving on to our manufacturing Oracle EBS solution, and we needed a BI solution to go with it. So we were shopping around Oracle BI solutions. And um, so OAC floated to the top and was our decision maker. Um, Easy to get up and running. Um, A solution where we could get people to inquire on, like, EBS data without EBS licensing um, a single source, uh, solution that basically could be used enterprise wide. So it was a step forward for the rest of our enterprise. And, um, I mean, nobody really loves Oracle forms. So the more that we can get users (laughs) (laughs) off of, you know, 12 Oracle forms to get an answer, uh, and get it on one, uh, dashboard, the better. Okay. And and
0: Measure It had a a role after the adoption of OAC. And and how was Measure It adopted and kind of brought into this whole process of their identifying a, a need for a BI solution?
2: Well, the good part was is, you know, first they chose, you know, OAC as a tool that had all the features that could do what they needed to do, right? Create reports, create dashboards, schedule reports, email those out, kind of those features that other BI tools have. And so, you know, that's what they figured out first. And then Measure It was... You know, we're the content, right? So just because you have a great tool, it's like having a hammer to do your roof. If you don't have any nails, the shingles aren't going to stay put. So we came in and we did a demo for them and said, hey, here's how a proper content built specifically for OAC and EBS. Here's how it works. And you could, you know, give them a demo on data that makes sense out of Oracle Business Suite for them. So that kind of hit home that said, oh, hey, that looks like it, a, it works. It's fast to implement and it's kind of easy for our team to support. And those were the kind of the thoughts that we wanted Daikin to have when they were looking at tools and solutions is, can I handle that on my own? And, and is it usable and adjustable? Because a big thing for them is they've been on Oracle for 20 years. They've got customizations all over the place. So the solution also had to not just work, but be flexible to do Oracle reporting how they do Oracle reporting. Right. So Jack had the vision and kind of could see that way a long time ago. Which was good and so we've been kinda of working on that ever since. Right. And it's certainly it's a
0: it's a big beast to tackle harnessing all your data and how you're gonna how you're gonna use it to report and, and all that right. kind of stuff. So Jack, can you tell us a little more about what the prior state was like at Daikin for reporting? I mean what 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 was happening, what were you using to, to get these? Yeah, reports? I think
1: there's two stories there. I mean, one of the stories is we're on a we were on a twenty year old ERP system, so I mean we're dealing with twenty year old reporting Solutions too, mm-hmm. so a lot of that was very manual, Excel based, um, these kinds of things. And then on the the manufacturing side, just Oracle reports is a lot of what they're using, and um, and Discoverer. So on the finance side, mostly. Yeah, and and you know these those
0: reporting solutions as, as old as they were getting, it was time to kind of select something different and new. Yeah. Um. So what led you to select OAC versus some other BI
1: platforms? Um, well, I mean, we, we landed on ObieE on premise or OAC are kind of the leaders when it comes to Oracle reporting. So we looked um, pretty deeply at both of those. And um, I mean, everything with Oracle is cloud these days, right? So we wanted to take a step in that direction and, um, so OAC was our, our step in that direction. And with the Measure It products kind of paired with that, it gave us the ability to really hit the ground running and get like up and deliver solutions much faster. Right. So we liked that combo.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious to know um, kind of from the end user perspective, how that has changed um, from an adoption standpoint and also from just a usability perspective. Um, and John, I'm interested in what you have to say first because I'm interested in how measure it, um, obviously a move from a legacy ERP reporting system to um, OAC is a, is a move in and of itself and, and certainly brings forward new end user perspectives. But how does measure it even further enhance the end user experience?
2: Probably the biggest way you enhance it is to make it easy and simple um, and not scare people. Right. Right. So you have people, users that are used to getting a spreadsheet with a bunch of rows and columns on it. So, you know what? The OEC can do that, too. So you do that first, right, because you got to validate your data when you're you know, going live with your project anyway. So let's do those reports that you're used to make it look the same. And then let's we'll slowly migrate users to, uh, hey, now that you're getting your data and you're spitting it out to a spreadsheet and having fun, how about we do those pivots and those charts that you're doing in a spreadsheet Let's do those in a dashboard. So, you know, you just kind of um, slowly move them from dumping data out to no longer getting it out of the system and use the, the dashboards and the features of OEC that make you stay in the system and keep your data there a lot easier. So it's, and, it, and it's hard, right? Accountants, especially I'm an accountant, so I can kind of tease them a little bit. Um, they're hard, right? They, they do the same thing every month and they're used to that same export every month that they used to do X, Y, and Z and so y- you can't give them something different right away so that was that's super important you have to know that going into it is don't just say oh no it's a new tool you got to do it a new way you can't really do that right and certainly you know it,
0: it changes it's changes people's processes in certain ways sometimes and so you want to make it easier on them yep. and and also you want you want to make things easier operationally so jack can you kind of talk about how this whole implementation of both OAC and Measure it how has that increased the efficiency at Daikin, or or how has it aided operations?
1: Yeah, one of the solutions that I'm most proud of that we put together is what we fondly call a item 360 dashboard, and um, we developed it for the buyer team, but basically everyone is using it to... You put in an item and it literally shows you everything about that item from on hand quantity to pricing to purchase order history to internal order movements to like literally <laughs> everything that you need to know. And um, so just giving that full picture view of something in, you know, a quick amount of time is um is something that's been really valuable operationally,
0: and is that something that you were able to build in OAC because you have enabled Measure It, or is that is that just a, a core functionality
1: of OAC? Um, that is something that we were able to build much more quickly because we have Measure It. Gotcha. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's <clears throat> kind of two reasons that they could do that. One was the tool has the capability of building a dashboard and putting multiple reports. And multiple content areas on the same palette, if you will um, the other thing is the data model behind the scenes and making sure that each report from purchasing inventory order management they all talk together that's where measurement measure it comes in behind the scenes is that, that data model has everything working together so you can put all of that stuff on one page and you know the prompts on the dashboard etc work together and that you don't see it behind the scenes but without that you've just got 15 reports and you need 15 sets of filters right. for them right now with OAC and measure it, you've got 15 reports and one set of filters, right? Yeah. A lot easier. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, I'm sure there's
0: organizations and people that are listening right now that are curious about how, how this can kind of start to be a conversation mm-hmm. environment, right? And when do we determine that we need to kind of, you know, uh, get on board and move on with our reporting tools. Was I'm just curious, um, who was seeking this initiative? Was it senior leadership that was saying from the top down, okay, this is what we need to do, or was it more from the grassroots level of end users saying, all right, this is this is enough. We need to have something better.
1: Probably a combination of those two. Um, for us, like I said, the it all came together as part of a bigger. ERP project so this was like one of the key deliverables of that project was we wanted a like best in class BI system and for our aftermarket group Um, and yeah so that was an IT direction it was a user direction Mm -hmm. it was upper management um, it was a collaborative decision yeah and one of the the benefits that we've seen of that is is not only has this benefited the aftermarket is, which is where it primarily started, but it started spawning projects in, in manufacturing and supply chain and different areas of the business that are able to kind of build on that success too, which is great.
0: Right. Yeah. I was going to, I was curious if it had a contagious effect, you know, throughout right. the organization. Yes, yeah. definitely. That's, that's good. That's good. Um, well, that's awesome. And, um, you know, what would you, there's probably certain, certainly there's different Types of people that are listening right now. Some people, you know, this is purely just an educational perspective that they have. Some people are taking practical knowledge away from this and are going to bring it back to their organization to um, to to either propose this implementation or whatnot. What would you What would you tell people that are thinking about moving off of their twenty year ERP system and they're they're kind of grappling with you know cost and with, with this decision and what's it going to do to our end user? What would you say to them, John? you know, if they're considering this big move and, and you know, kind of encouraging them to do something like this.
2: That's kind of the top part, right? Is like, how do you get someone to switch? At Dyken, they had an obvious need because they had a system that would have no reporting, right? Because it was a different division than what they had on Oracle before. So every report was new and different. So they had a real reason. Most customers don't think they have a real good reason. And so it always feels like you're spending more money just get reports out of your system so how do you how do you value that mm-hmm. um so the good part is oracle bi oac is exponentially cost effective relative to what it was five years ago when it was on-prem you can spin up an environment literally in a few hours and, and the cost is cheap um but also it's like some people don't know what they have until they have it kind of like a dike they thought it was just going to be a reporting and now all of a sudden we've got this item 360 that's one of our favorite pages on the planet and i could see everything about an item in 10 seconds right uh, unheard of right? right that's pretty cool um you don't really you can't explain to people very good unless they see that and kind of have yeah. their own life experience on how valuable that is to the people that are actually doing doing the work yeah. right your buyers and your planners and your material handlers, that entire team of people that do a lot of work, how you speed them up by a simple dashboard output is kind of crazy how good it works,
0: but. Yeah. You, and you know it's a valuable tool, right? Cause, and, and you have to have it, but then really when it's in front of you and, and you have all these, you know, these, these reports that are just doing wonders for your organization, then you really realize you know, the, the true value of, of, of the product.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And my, I mean, my experience is that's how software happens too, yeah. right? Like you start with an idea and then when it's in front of you, you get 10 more new ideas, right? And you go from there. Yeah.
0: Well, cool. Well, thanks for chatting with us about it. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. All right. So this is the time in our podcast where we like to play a little game, you know, are you ready? Ready. (laughs) Why not? Let's go. (laughs) So this is how it will work. I'm going to ask you a total of four questions. So two each. Um, And for everyone that you get right, we're going to make a donation to the House of Charity, which is a local nonprofit that helps those experiencing homelessness achieve independence. Very cool. Yeah. So the topics can vary, but they mostly align with current happenings in our society and and things to do here in Minnesota sometimes. So sounds great. Are you ready? Ready? This is a competition. (laughs) Well, I mean, we can make it one if you want to, you know. (laughs) Um, All right. Jack, we're going to start with you. Okay. And I'll give you some hints along the way, but I don't know if you'll need it for this one. What is the Minnesota state fish? The walleye? That's right. I didn't have to give you any hints. All right. Good job. Number two. You ready? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Where did the Minnesota Twins play their first game in Minnesota on April twenty first, nineteen sixty one? Now we're looking for the structure, not the city. The Met Stadium. That's right. That's right. Oh, wow, well, you guys done. are you guys are crushing it. All right, Jack, back to you. Minnesota shares a Lake Superior water border with what other state? Wisconsin. Close. Uh, the home of the Spartans.
2: Michigan.
1: Michigan it's <laughs> right, it's not Wisconsin.
0: no, it's not it's not it's the uh, it's the upper peninsula of, of Michigan, okay, yeah, all right, John answered that one, so we'll we'll you know we'll count it. it's <laughs> okay. good. it's good. all right, last one here we go. A major hurricane sadly hit the Bahamas and the United States recently. It shares the name with a musical mode named the hurricane Hurricane Dorian there you go yeah man you guys just flew through these that's well done John. that's great it's thank like you, you guys are on like a, a wavelength that you're giving each other the, the answers definitely that <laughs> well that was fun thanks for playing with us yeah thank you, you bet well thanks so much for talking to us today about daikin and measure it we're really excited about this partnership and and how it's going to help you guys operationally at daikin and, and how people are going to garner the advantage of, of measure it so thanks for spending time with us today and, and sharing your story thank you thank you We've heard about the importance of using a modern business intelligence tool to accurately report on the work of your organization and what tools exist to perform these tasks. John and Jack shared some details about Dykin Applied America's use of Oracle Analytics Cloud and how Measure It's technology can help augment the OAC environment. To learn more about this analytical tool, visit Troust at www.troust.com. Thanks for stopping in with us today. For more information about these podcasts or to learn more about the organization behind them, visit us online at www.traust.com. I'm your host, Dietrich Jessen, and we look forward to welcoming you back to our next episode of Invisible Giants. Cheers.